Hey everyone, and welcome to Raising Helmix. I'm Kyle, here with my beautiful and extremely pregnant wife, Carrie. Hi. There's something really important we need to talk about, which is, Kyle, how do you like to eat your bread and butter? I like to eat it with jam on top. You do? Is that even allowed? I didn't think so. No, you didn't. I thought that because of the butter and the jam both being like liquidy, they would jam would just roll off the butter. You thought it was a physics problem. Yeah. He had bread and butter, and I said, hey, we have some jam if you want. And he was like, great, I'll do that next time. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it was very good. I enjoyed it. Okay, I'm glad. I'll, I'll make it again. It was The jam was a wedding favor from a wedding we went to last weekend. Oh, yeah. It was really fun. That was a fun wedding. Rory enjoyed that more than anybody. He did. There were toddlers everywhere and the wedding brunch had fruit and tiny little yogurt parfaits and yeah. he was just in heaven they were rory sized parfaits he he took two at the same time with two different spoons and was shoveling <laughs> yogurt out of both of them at the same time it was very cute yeah. i heard you had some latin terminology you wanted to <laughs> talk about <laughs> yeah so don't everybody turn off the podcast at once <laughs> i was looking up exactly like what does the baby do in the last month or so in the womb because I've just been saying, hey, any time is great. There's no reason to gestate for the last month, is there? We're trying to convince the kid that he should just come out right now, basically. So so it turns out that he's not actually doing much in there that he could not be doing outside of the womb. His lungs are developing a little bit more. And his organs generally are getting a little bit more developed. But like he can do all of that outside of the womb, too. So, he Especially is, with the help of modern science. I mean, at this point, like... Would he even need time in a NICU or anything? Probably not. He weighs seven and a half freaking pounds. Yeah, so he's very big. He's a large son, and he's ready to go, in my humble opinion. But anyway, as I was looking up exactly what's going on, I realized there are some words that we pretty commonly use only in the first couple weeks, basically, of a child's life, and I had no idea what they meant besides what I'd been told at the hospital. Uh, so I looked into some of them. And the first is, is it lanugo? Yeah, so that's the soft fuzzy hairs that the yeah. baby is covered with that sometimes rub off. Um, but it's what gives them the little peach fuzz look if yeah. they're born early enough. Well, there's, it's supposed to wear off when they're still in the womb, right? I mean, it's not a problem if it come, if the baby comes out with some of it. but No, I, it's just like a le- layer of protection, maybe? Yeah. Of some kind? Yeah. That's my guess. And yeah, it wears off just like Vernix. Is that on your list? Yes, that is on my list. <laughs> Don't skip ahead. So do you know what Lenugo means? I do not know what Lenugo means. Do you want to guess? Um, sweet baby peach fuzz. <laughs> I'm writing copy for Lenugo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, it's it's a big furry covering, right? What, what would you resemb- say that resembles? A bear. No, it's Latin for wool. Like from a sheep? Yeah, like from a sheep. Aww. Yeah, isn't that cute? Yeah. Do you know what happens to Linugo when it comes off when when the baby's still in the womb? Uh, I kind of just, I guess I would assume it sort of dissolves in the amniotic fluid. Right. And then what happens to the amniotic fluid? It goes gushing all over the floor. Well, some of it does. (laughs) Yeah. But when when the baby's still in there for a couple more weeks, what happens? Um, Yes, the baby drinks it and pees it out pees out the amniotic fluid, mm-hmm. right? But it can't pee out the peach fuzz. Oh, I see where you're going with this. 
that leads me to my second word, uh-huh. which is meconium. Right. Now, what did I think about meconium when Rory was born? You hated it I so did much. not like it. <laughs> no. So the first, no. like, 24 to 40, 48 hours, the baby's only pooping out stuff that it had inside of it before it was yeah. ever outside of the womb in the first place. So it's not a lot of it, but it's very sticky. It sticks to anything it touches from the baby itself to the unfortunate parent. <laughs> And I know that if they poop while they're still in the womb, that's bad because then they can inhale and get it in their lungs. Oh, I didn't know that. I think that happened to me. So when the water breaks, you want it to be clear and not bloody or poopy colored. That makes sense. I'm only going to let you guess once because you're never going to get it right. Do you <laughs> want to guess what Latin word meconium comes from? Um, I mean, I want to say it's got like a root of like first or original in there but it doesn't sound like it does nope that's not even close okay it comes from the latin for poppy juice or opium oh my goodness yeah apparently that's what it looked like to physicians way back (laughs) it looked like opium well fellas (laughs) (laughs) i hope nobody was that was that curious i certainly hope so too so you already jumped ahead a little bit but the next word or phrase i guess is vernix cassiosa so i didn't know about the second word but i do know about vernix which is the sort of sticky creamy stuff that babies are born with and sometimes it's all worn off especially if they're late but it's good to just let it sit on their skin and and rub it in even instead of trying to scrub it all off which is what they used to do right i was going to ask you that exact question when i googled this one of the articles i saw was don't wipe it off let it Rub in. Apparently, I had a lot of it because I was a couple weeks early. Oh, yeah. Does that sound right, that it it becomes less thick over time? Yeah, it would wear off. I might edit this out, but apparently my dad called me Cheese Boy. (laughs) Nope, that should stay in. Rory did not have any when we were handed him because he was a C-section, and so they, like, cleaned him all up right away. But Joseph might have some on him. It's apparently just, like, really good moisturizer. It's a lubricant, too, so it helps. Yeah helps with the escaping process. So it's commonly called vernix, but the full phrase is vernix cassiosa, which sounds like a Harry Potter spell. Uh, Each word means a different thing. Do you want to guess what either of them means? Um, Well, what was the second word again? Cassiosa. Cassiosa. That reminds me of a constellation, but that's a different name. I don't know. Just tell me. Uh, Vernix means varnish, Uh, and cassiosa means cheesy. Oh, Cheesy varnish. Cheesy varnish, yeah. (laughs) That's like the new special down at Arby's or something. (laughs) (laughs) Reminding us all to never eat at Arby's. Maybe Jack in the Box. I have one last phrase or word. Um, Is it colostrum? No, it's not. Okay. No, so you, you should tell me what colostrum is. Okay, right now? Yeah. Colostrum is the very first milk that your breasts produce. So it's like thick and oh, right. golden and creamy and like super high in calories and nutrition. And that's what you want your baby to get ideally first thing. I remember this now. Do you know what the Latin is? I do not. I'm going to look it up right now. Sorry, folks. Apparently we cannot quickly Google the answer to what is the origin of the word colostrum. If you know, tell us. Okay, so I was at work today, and I was talking to my coworker about uh, the doula that we're meeting with on Saturday, and he had no idea what a doula was. He was 
surprised because it seems like there are a lot of people at a hospital already. Mm -hmm. But I explained to him that it's the opportunity to have somebody who's uniquely qualified and there for you in particular. Yeah, and um, really good for giving your partner breaks if they need it, or they're often really knowledgeable about birth and about hospital policies, and they can help you make decisions and help you advocate for yourself. And they can really be there working through you. Like the nurses and midwives can't be there pressing against your back or your hips for every contraction. And ideally your partner won't have to because doulas can do that for you. So do you want to guess what doula means? It's a Greek word. I feel like I knew this at some point, but I forgot. It means female slave. Yes. Okay. Um, Yeah. And he... He said, I wonder what what that means. And by the time I'd gotten back to my desk, he'd emailed me the Wikipedia origins section. And I looked at it in the full paragraph said, female slave or female servant. And so I dove, as I do, into the Wikipedia discussions page of the the doula page. I did not even know that was part of the internet. (laughs) It is a terrifying part of the internet. And from 2009, there was a post saying, you need to change this because it's not slave or servant. It's unambiguously slave. There are other words for servant and doula is not possibly servant. And then went on to explain that by implying that slave and servant are interchangeable, you're masking the terrible nature of slavery. That is problematic. Mm -hmm. But like 10 years later, nobody ever updated the Wikipedia article. (laughs) And they apparently didn't know they could just edit it themselves. So there it stands. Well, we are paying our doula. We are. That is (laughs) definitely true. Oh, I did have another one. I don't know its language or origin, but it's the phrase on call. And it's not on call like a doctor's on call. It's E-N and then C-A-U-L. I've heard this term before. I just assumed it was on call. No. So when a baby is born on call, it means they're born still in the amniotic sac. Oh. They slide right out, and you can see how they're all curled up, and it's actually really beautiful. Apparently, call means helmeted head. Oh. So if you're on call, you're born with a helmeted head still in the form Hmm. of the amniotic sac. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, that's it for my lingo section of the podcast that was informative it was i enjoyed it good i hope everybody else does too if you know any additional terms and want to let us know feel free to contact us so we are currently at 37 weeks as of the time of this recording yes we've got three weeks until the due date feels like a long time it does i'm so ready to be done hoping the baby comes early don't necessarily have any guarantee that he will. We're doing a lot to try and get ready. We're going for walks. We're stocking up on snacks, cleaning and organizing, talking to Rory about the baby. I really think he understands what's going on. Somehow he does. I would not have guessed that he could understand, but he'll he'll come up and just rub my belly and say, Jojo, and incorporates him into family songs. He likes to sing, Dada, Mommy. Rory, Jojo, just over and over, kind of remixing it different orders. And we were pretty set on Joseph for quite a while, but when we taught Rory to say Jojo, that was for sure the end of the discussion. <laughs> well, can't change the name now. Yeah, 
It's locked in. That's good because Joseph is a good name. Lots of good namesakes. Definitely. Anything else we're doing to try and get ready? Uh, I've started to adjust in subtle ways. I've got low-key nesting going on. I'll constantly be making sure my phone is on me and charged. My kind of nesting is that, like, I've been lifting furniture out of the way to vacuum (laughs) intensely all over the house. (laughs) Right. Yours is a little bit more intense. But uh, my phone rang in mass today. And I Whoops. said, oh, gosh, this is this is it. Here we go. And it was just a solicitor. Oh, that's yeah. a big bummer. Yeah. I got excited for a second. I thought maybe <laughs> I was going into labor. <laughs> uh, so next, our next podcast will probably have Susie on it, my yeah. sister. She's coming out a week from tomorrow. And it's going to be really awesome to have her here to run around with Rory and just hang out and walk around the city. Um. And we'll have to figure out what she's going to talk about on the podcast. I want to see what she thinks of DC. She hasn't been since she was how old? Like seven or something like that. Yeah, so it's been a long time. And now she's an adult, and I want to see what she thinks. I'm going to drop her off at some museums and let her figure out the metro system a little bit. Yeah, but I want to walk around with her too because the hospitals in DC so that's true if, yeah. I, if I go into labor might as well be in DC already yeah you can just hang out at Foggy Bottom get some cupcakes at Georgetown Cupcakes it'll be good is there other prep we're doing to get ready I'm trying to knock out a bunch of errands like drop stuff off at the post office and donate stuff to the thrift store and just get everything in order this place looks great it does look good I'm worried that it'll atrophy by the time the baby actually comes <laughs> Right. Well, that's where Susie comes in, right? We're going to oh, put yeah. her to Susie work. Susie will do all the cleaning. Yeah. Uh-huh. Small price to pay to get to maybe be here when the baby comes, possibly. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, pray for us, and we will keep you updated on Baby Watch. If you have any fun terminology you want to send me, please do. And we're going to end with a clip of Rory expressing his opinion on tacos. Over to you, Rory.